0: Chicken is back with us once again. You know, Jesse the dad bod. He's he's back. He's back. We're talking pandemic parenting lessons we've learned, stuff we learned about our kids, uh, and some other stuff. <laughs> Hope you enjoy the show. Let me know what you think. Brandon at dadsww.com or hit me up on any of the one of the socials: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're uh, we're all over those. So hit me up. Uh, thanks for listening. Later. Dads worldwide. The
1: first word in family management family budgeting, insurance, bills, food, vacations, research and development, homework, emails, phone calls. Last week we tried to do an oil change and ended up with a new car. Security. Doors are locked, windows shut, house alarm is set. Fingerless gloves. Dads Worldwide. Worldwide, Loyal listeners. Possibly you. You,
0: you, Welcome to another episode of Dads Worldwide. I'm Brendan, and back with us once again, it is, well, you know him as Chicken, but tonight he is Dr. Chicken.
1: I am Welcome Dr. To the show, chicken, are big Bucket
0: emperor. Uh, <laughs> find me on YouTube, Facebook,
1: uh, Big Bucket Empire. Also on Twitter at Bark and Cluck, like a dog barks and a chicken clucks. Bark and Cluck uh, on Twitter. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited to be back on uh, Dad's Internationally... Recon- <laughs> Galactic. What, what's call it? I, <laughs> yeah, I don't I, know. Intergalactic? Yeah. I'm not sure what this show's called anymore.
0: <laughs> you and me both. He, could, he thoroughly confused me that was a good episode with phil though it was fantastic it was a great time uh i i love having phil i love having conversations with phil um he my wife uh looked at me says i don't think i can listen to that episode and i said yeah there there was (laughs) a lot of self-promotion and she's just like i just i don't know if i can do it i'm like well you can try you can try (laughs) he he
1: is like like when when the doctor gives you medication for like an infection you have and you know it's just antibiotics but the pill is so big you're like i don't know if i I don't know if i can do this (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: still i love that I love that metaphor. Oh, my God. It's so great. Yeah. um, So uh, Chicken and I are venturing out into a new podcast. So check that out. Audacity, uh, Audacity of Freedom.
1: Don't tell Tony and Phil. They don't know I'm cheating on them yet. Oh,
0: my God. Actually, well, yeah, they, they do know They're now. already mad at me. <laughs> they do now. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's all politics all the time. So uh, I I, I keep it toned it's not down. It's just politics. Well, I mean, it kind of is. It's, time- uh, it's more of a way yeah. of life and a way yeah. of thinking. And- we like to talk about freedom. Yeah, it's about freedom and liberty. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, and which How is important. Dare How dare you we did talk about her on the last episode uh and, and uh it i it i think it's extremely important so and i think it's extremely important to raise your kids uh respecting and mm-hmm. uh, going after freedom so uh it, it i'm going to be bringing more of it to Taz worldwide um but uh, but the mainstay of that is going to be on Audacity of Freedom. So please check that out if you get a chance. We are on Twitter. We will, uh, we, and uh, where's the locals, chicken? Why don't you tell more where the locals are? It
1: is uh, audacityoffreedom.locals.com. So that's our paid uh, uh, forum. Uh, so you can still get the podcast for free. Yes. But if you want to watch the videos, Uh, so if you download the locals app or go to locals website and sign up on there, they have other folks, uh, all kinds of walks of life and different channels to follow. It's, it's kind of like its own different version of YouTube, like, uh, locals, locals is a fun community area where you can follow the people you want to follow and not hear all the noise. And, uh, a lot of very fascinating, interesting people on there, including us, um, but anyway, like you can still get the podcast on there for free, or Spotify everywhere else uh, on the audio version. But we're gonna have an exclusive video version on uh, that locals page uh, that helps support us and pay for you know our time and whatnot. But you don't have to; you can just listen to it for free yeah. on audio. Yeah. But if you want to see how pretty Brendan's
0: face is, <sighs> yeah, I mean, really, <laughs> <laughs> and how wonderful uh, Jesse the dad bod has been. Filling also, out, I'm, I'm back to being the dad. Boy. God damn it! <laughs> God, God damn it! I tried to give that away, the title <laughs> away. I,
1: I gave it to him after like I punched that ago, Navy s-
0: Navy Seal in the face. I gave it away. Um, <laughs> so yeah, come check it out, please. Uh, you don't you don't have to subscribe. You don't have to give us money. Just listen to the podcast. Much appreciated, and share it with a friend. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We do this for fun. We don't do it for yeah. the money, but. Yeah money's nice sometimes yeah i mean if we could be loaded from just podcasting that'd be dude yeah i'd love to quit my job and just talk shit on the internet all day i'd do it (laughs) (laughs) so true so true uh all right well i asked a question on instagram so i want to address that first i said wait wait can I, I can I ask why are you on Instagram? Because <laughs> I love Instagram. I honestly I do. I, between Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, I love Instagram. I think it is the what? What are you? Are you I, I had a crusty. Oh, oh I thought you were like. I thought you like. Oh my out. god, this piece of shit. No. Um. So. Well, a little bit of that was yeah, going yeah. On <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i have been able to surround myself with parents um i people that are worthwhile i i really sure. people i enjoy their content uh people who uh, interact with me when i interact with them which you know you get that on facebook yes twitter no that is a, just a shitstorm. storm that's a good place to get bad information i think personally but yeah but but also good information too. So like I, the comments I, I, are fire. Yeah, yeah, it is totally fire. I mean, if you want to get, if you yeah, want to just have fun with Twitter, but yeah, yeah, yeah. if you want to have fun with people, you go on Twitter. If like Instagram, I really do. I really enjoy it. I hate, I like, I hate to say it, but I really do. Um, so I found a lot of great people on there. So including the last episode, the Glasswegian. Uh, oh, I should really the Burpee uh, Glasswegian Burpee machine. I should really uh, actually just i got i got a lot of hate uh because i didn't uh say i said glasgow instead of glasgow oh god that's why you did that video i saw you posted a video apologizing to
1: absolutely fucking nobody that's what you should have done
0: did you read did you you didn't listen to it because at the end i'm like oh i was like like, grow the fuck up oh yeah i was like grow the fuck up yeah i'm like so it wasn't really an apology it was a backhanded apology but uh I just thought it was really funny um, because Lee, uh, the Glaswegian burpee machine he's messaged me, he's like, dude some of my friends are furious (laughs) and I'm like, I don't give a fuck about your friends, what's wrong with them and he said, and that's what he said it's not Glasgow, it's Glasgow (laughs) and I'm like okay, so then um, so uh, so I was like, "All right, well tell your friends that just I, I said, I, let me know how they say Boston and Worcester yeah. and all these other like uh, New York City. I, I, wanna, hear, to go to uh, yeah, I wanna hear it. Glasgow. Yeah, I want to hear it. So I said, I wanna hear it, buddy. I was like, I don't care. You're you're like, No, no, you don't understand. These Scottish guys, they're they'll be angry and I'm like, Yeah, they'll be fine. It's <laughs> like they're not coming over here. They'll be all right. Yeah, yeah they'll be all right. So you
1: know if they do come over here, I'll drink some hell some yeah nice scotch with them and yep. uh, Hell I'll yeah. talk about how much I I wish to go see Glasgow
0: someday. <laughs> he sent me a video of a kid that was over there. It was like the, the I love Glasgow. It's like the best ever. And he's talking to a bunch of like locals and they're just shitting on him incessantly. It was great. Um, and then he showed me also a picture, uh, a video of Joe Biden who's also saying. Glasgow completely wrong. Then I felt bad. Okay. okay. Then I now felt I'm bad. Yeah, <laughs> I was like Joe Biden I was like, oh, a... great. Thanks. I'm sorry. That changes things yeah. God, completely. It. Completely. Right. You
1: win. You win. <sighs> you win. <sighs> damn,
0: it. damn it. All right. So uh, back to my question. Anyway. Back to yeah. my question. Uh, what did you learn about yourself during the pandemic, and then what did you learn? About your children and your child, being for you because you only have one. So, uh, Tony, Tony fucking G, who is the man who actually responded to my posts instead of just liking it and moving on. So I appreciate you, Tony. Uh, for I the, Fuck you, Tony. For actually giving me some <laughs> damn feedback. I know he's there right now, so I got yeah, to talk totally, to you. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, he said. Um, Sorry. Uh, I'd have to say that our kids are stronger than we are, not in an ignorance is bliss way, but the fact that mine handled the situation with stride in a nonchalant and convenient way rather than worrying about what may happen next like we were at one point. They love unconditionally, and it's what a lot of us needed during an unsure time. So, sure. Uh, I thought that was great. Oh, that's, I th- that's a good answer. Yeah, like it really that. was. I was uh, Tony can be quite thoughtful at times. I uh, I do I do appreciate him and uh, love you, Tony. And I and I said that yeah, I think kids are extremely resilient. Although mine really did, I would say they struggle with uh, the social aspect, which they do a lot period because yeah. they're kind of homeschooled so well they're not kind of sure. homeschooled they're homeschooled so uh, so we try to get them socialization through activities that doesn't always work they still strive for more social so can you imagine like we still we didn't have any activities right. and and then of course no get-togethers no play dates right so that was even that was even worse for them so uh, but n- never mind me uh, for now, I would say what What did you learn about yourself during the pandemic? And then what What did you learn about your child? What I guess what would be one thing uh, for for myself. Like I've I've always
1: uh, I don't know we 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 talked about this earlier tonight separately um, uh, from this show, but like I I've always been a diehard worker. I've I've dedicated a lot of my life. The only thing in my life that I've been with longer then my job is my wife and she does take precedence over my job. One of the very few things. And, um, and like, I always, I always had this mentality of like, I have to succeed at work in order to take care of my wife and my child. Like I have to, I like, I had to go, I grind nose to the grindstone every day. Like that was my attitude. I was like the most reliable motherfucker for 17 straight years. Like, yeah. I was there. I was ten minutes early, and I was I was like the marine. I was the first one on the battlefield and the last one off the battlefield. I was that yeah. Rangers? I can't remember. But what? anyway, that was like my attitude: is work on everything. I would take on every big project. I'd take on every big assignment. I would fuck. I like. I would fall on every sword I could to make sure, like I was bringing home stuff the bacon. got done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the people that I've sacrificed a lot of time. Uh, with my my kids, uh, you know, development, growing up, and my and even time with my wife and and other members of my family, uh, it meant nothing when COVID hit. And at the snap of a finger, I didn't have a job, and I was told not to talk to anybody uh, at, at the company. And I had a, I had a, a window of time to find a position in the company, um, but otherwise it was like turn in all your shit, you're gone. I'm like that much time and as fucking much as i did like but it's corporate like yeah like i don't know somehow i I had this ignorant ignorant belief that i was immune to the whole corporate mentality because i knew enough people and i i'd proven myself to so many people no none of that matters still kind
0: of a number in
1: the in the end yeah yeah it doesn't matter who you are you're you're replaceable and you like the tomorrow you're you die today that post elon Musk did it he made it famous but somebody else posted before him but like you die tomorrow your job will be posted the next day they don't care about you yeah. and then and then i did find a new job i
0: moved on uh i don't, think that, to to I don't think that moves i don't think that post is completely fair but it it is a point you know like it, yeah. i mean i mean you died people care about you but they still need to fill that position. Well, I mean, but I, I like, but right. yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> like I get right. what he's trying to say, but eh, yeah, in the same respect. Well,
1: yeah. yeah. When you, when you're put into a s- circumstance, it's not like similar to dying, but, yeah. Uh, but so after that, I took another position. had to leave the state um, and of all the people. So I had, I, I ran, like I was responsible for 26 buildings and each of them employed you know, anywhere from 200 to 500 people in each one of them. And not only those 26, I was responsible for, I also helped to run probably another 48 in my tenure, you know, at that time. And you know how many of them reached out to me to see how I did and if I was okay. And if I landed two, like that's that's
0: sad, man. That's two more than I thought you
1: were going to (laughs) say. Well, one of them's no longer with the company. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. so but like to me that was kind of sad. Um but like it's not like they're obligated to do that. Like I don't, like I just thought it would be a little bit more cuz you know like you, you get into these corporate environments and you feel like it's actually a family and you like when you're working together you feel like it's like a family. You get you get to know these people, you get to hear their you know, you get to know their kids' names and things like that and you know, the time I invested in shit like that. I, I regret that I spent that much time on that. Because it didn't pay off. Yeah. It didn't mean it didn't mean shit. Now I'm back where I was. And now they have to look me in the eye when I walk into their store and I don't give a fuck about your kid anymore. I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to be your friend anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. I'm here I'm here to do my job and I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna get home as soon as I can. I'm gonna make sure my job's still done. But I'm not sitting here until nine o'clock at night holding your hand. And talking to you about your family. I'm not your therapist. I don't give a shit. So that's probably like professionally, it changed my outlook, uh, big time professionally. Yeah. Huge. Like the way I handle things, the way I talk to people, the way I, the, you know, like, I don't, I'm not uh, the, the inspirational person I used to be. I'm, I, I, I kind of turned into the, Hey, I told you once, I'm not going to tell you again. Um, and I'll find somebody else. to do your job just like they would with me. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather the people under me learn that young instead of waiting
0: 17 years like yeah did to i was gonna say just yeah you're your probably the fucking curb you're doing them a service with that company because well, they, if that's the way the company's gonna treat them you know
1: no i'll still be fair i'll treat you right of and course i'll, I'll of help course. you out but um yeah so that's that's changed a lot uh i'd say home life i i want to spend so much time with my my wife and kid i still don't think i do enough like i, I like i always have this like I know I'm never going to make up all the time I missed, but like, I want to, I want to try and I want to do things. I yeah, want to make yeah. memories. I want to do all this stuff. So like, that's a work in progress. And then my kid kind of what, you know, Tony said, you know, his kids were pretty resilient. I think mine was too. Yep. Um, He loved the homeschooling thing, which, so I, I need to work on that cause I, I like he loved the homeschooling thing so much and he excelled. So because I guess you, you get your you it.
0: get your work done so quick it's like you, well, you have the rest of the yeah. day to do whatever you want like,
1: yeah he loved he loved it that he could figure out the concept and pass the little the little test that they gave yeah and then he had all day but not only that like he so before covid my my kid was uh he was on what they call an i e d individual or IDE, individual i d e individual development whatever oh yeah we call
0: it i e p um, out here Maybe
1: that, yeah. Individual development plan. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, That's IDP.
1: So, uh, because he got sick when he was like three or four. And so he got, he was just delayed, delayed development. Like, um, he just, there was a lot of shit we couldn't do with him for about two years. So when he got into kindergarten, like he was behind. Right, right off the, right off the bat. And so up until COVID, like he had been struggling and every year, you know, he had a couple of special ed classes. He struggled with concepts. He struggled with math. He struggled with grammar. Um, And then COVID hit and he's sitting at home and he can study on his own time. And by the time COVID ended and they start going back to class, he's excelling. He's getting straight A's. Ah, That's great. Like he did this total flip. And I, I like I credit a lot of it because he was doing it at his own pace, when he wanted to, and how he wanted to. And he like he's he's one of those kids like when I was trying to teach him how to tie his shoes, you do the crisscross applesauce like we're all taught. Yep. No. <laughs> Fuck no. He's like that made no sense to him. Yeah. Like he's got to see it his own way. He's got to learn in his own way. He's got to like he's he's a he's a different thinker he's not like (laughs) dyslexic or anything he's just like your normal concepts which which is great for me because now i have to break my mold on like everything that i know (laughs) i have to like what's a different way i can teach this which is a challenge as as a as a person that i haven't dealt with because most everybody's kind of a robot and you just teach them all the same thing and they all do it the same way um so i think like he taught me how to be a probably a more patient person and yeah. looking looking at him there's so many qualities he has that like I'm like I'm starting to admire my kid and you know, he's 14. And I'm starting to admire things like he's so disciplined on things that like I used to be, and I'm <laughs> yeah. not anymore. So like, like uh, he wants to learn. He wants to learn multiple languages, but this year he wants to learn Portuguese. And I'm like, why Portuguese? He goes, well, because it blends into a whole bunch of different Latin countries and Southern American countries, and Portuguese is really difficult. If I can learn that one, yeah, I can fair. probably learn them all pretty quick. And I'm like, okay, I like that. So every day it is a half hour of uh, of learning portuguese he's got several different books and different things we bought him to help him out with it and then he wants to learn spanish and then he wants to jump to french and then start and then he wants to learn arabic like like he's got this plan oh in my place god of what he wants to do and my kid's determined on a, a lot of things when he wants to do shit,
0: he does shit. that's, good for him, so, man. that's great
1: but like to have that kind of now granted he's 14 and i remember when i turned into a little shithead i was 16 15 (laughs) 16 i turned a shithead so i'm you're waiting for it It. you're waiting (laughs) but uh but no through covid like you know tony's like his kids were giving him a lot of insight that was kind of the insight i got from mine um what it did to me and my wife though like because we've always like had to keep a really close eye just because of health concerns and things you know and, yeah. and thank god like thank god everything's a lot better than it was and and uh you know he's grown out of a lot of the problems that we've had but like it's always been in the back of our mind like there's always this like cloud hovering over our family of like when's the next hospital visit that's going to cost you 10 grand like Ugh. and knock on wood we haven't had one for a while but like that's always there and then COVID hits and so we we did take a little seriousness to it of course yeah um just just out of precaution but uh as as i started drifting further and further away of like hey this is this isn't as bad as we think it is and my wife working in the medical field and she was in between the medical field and um, uh, like home health or uh, child care. So home health care, child care kind of in, in between those, that's her expertise. And both of those are telling her that, hey, we need to be worried about this. We need to be worried about this. And everything that I'm seeing out in the world is saying, hey, this like we're, we're going to be OK. Like we're going to be safe.
0: Are you over 65? You'll be all
1: right. It it taught me how to tolerantly navigate that conversation. Cause like if I, I'm pretty sure my wife would have went and got every goddamn shot and booster if I didn't help educate her, but she's not politically active, right? Yeah. Like yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't watch the news like I do and, and doesn't like jump on YouTube and watch these videos. She like, she pulls up the weather app in the morning, sees what's going to happen today. And then she goes to work. She gets home from work, talks to a couple of friends on the phone and then she looks at Facebook and then goes to bed. Like that's the basic routine. Well, what kind of news do you get out of that? You get a whole bunch of like, Oh no, everybody's dying. You
0: need to take a shot like and how many how what do you think is the percentage of people that i mean i guess we just do americans i mean what you know what percentage of americans that's the standard right like oh that, yeah that's white, a huge, right? a huge like, that,
1: that was me that was me um probably 2016 and
0: prior but I think now, For probably my, about four years. I, I was mean, that you're guy. you're way more plugged in than I am. I I gotta say, like I read some articles here and there, but you 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 guys are way pl- more plugged in than I am on certain things. I mean, I'm definitely the vaccine guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but uh, no, seriously, uh, I think uh, like we are plugged in. We we really pay attention. How many people? like what percentage what uh, there's a percentage of people that are politically aware politically aware and what is it like 20% like maybe 10% like how many people yeah. vote in elections it's not much no even local it, elections it so so i'm not surprised by your wife and it's um, normal that's most people yeah, you meet and most even like stay on the street like when my wife and i first met like i would say both of us were pretty much the same way like I would say that we were just kind of like going along to get along. Um did I vote? I didn't vote until I was like 30 something. Yeah. And then honestly, now I probably won't vote anymore because I just don't think it's worthwhile.
1: <laughs> it's not worth
0: it. Yeah. But I mean, but I mean, I my, didn't vote. My I didn't vote are befo- for a vote, yeah. I didn't vote before because I didn't think I was informed enough. Now I'm informed enough and I'm like I probably shouldn't even bother. But I don't think anybody should vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not surprised by your wife. And I got to say honestly, that was one thing that i regret regret from my trip i didn't get to. i didn't get to meet your kid or your wife no we were in well, and out I think of
1: the- you, yeah you saw them no i didn't and- Oh no! Because yeah, you came in the airport at like I picked you up at what like almost midnight. Wasn't yeah,
0: almost it? midnight, we, and we slept. We slept in. uh, Well, no, we didn't even sleep. We didn't even sleep yeah, in that. Yeah, he had
1: school and she had work, so you yeah. didn't even see them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't get to meet her and 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 your son. So it was. I was like, ah, I totally. Want, I definitely wanted to, but All I. Right, yeah. We need to do it. We happen. need to redo. Yeah, we need to re <laughs> re, re up. Yeah, um, but uh. Yeah. So I don't think that's, I don't think that's out of the norm. Um, and I, unfortunately, unfortunately. like you said, like,
1: I'm, I'm a pretty plugged in guy, uh, even before COVID, uh, and like COVID just piqued my interest of like, Oh God, shit's about to go down. like, how's this going to play out? So like, I was very attuned, uh, to, to like the messaging, what was going on, the propaganda that was being spilled out um and and was trying to stay close to it because I I it's one of those things that like if we're if we're to believe that this is a huge crisis around the world then I need to know everything I can right yeah, yeah, of course so like yeah. it's it's like treat it like a zombie apocalypse now it's not we all know zombie apocalypse isn't gonna happen but but like if covid
0: i mean until it be, happens and then you gotta get to the cabin yeah. you gotta have, find your weapons yeah, you gotta you, be, to you know get your, so yeah, like
1: yeah, yeah. literally i was doing what <laughs> what is recommended by like every government official is listen to well they say mainstream sources but they're like make sure you're getting all your information and, and know what to do in case of an emergency. And so that's basically what I was doing throughout uh, throughout COVID, which I think a lot of people were, it was just a lot of people were only listening to their Fox News channel, or they were only listening to their CNN, or like only listening to their Alex Jones, like they, they or only listening to their far lefty TRT weird stuff. Like, yeah. like everybody, everybody got into and this was the scariest part i think uh, for for our country and we haven't broke out of this yet and actually we were already kind of in these little these little bubbles but covid like sunk you deeper into whatever bubble you were already in and so i i think you know you know, we, I I, mean, you talk about being libertarians all the time. I don't think it's about being libertarian because I know plenty of libertarians that are sunk in their own bubble, too. I think it's more being a free minded person to where like, you know, uh, other shows that, uh, you know, we've done, you know, whether it's dog and chicken show or I jump on somebody else's show or I listen to these other debates and it's being able to like have the have the conversation that's not allowed. And now, now this sounds so cliche, right? Oh no, you can't have these conversations. But like when, when you sit there through COVID and I can have somebody like Tom foolery come on now as much terrible things as that guy thinks and says, <laughs> he, still, <laughs> he, st- he still makes good points sometimes.
0: Occasionally, yep.
1: Yeah, yep. and sometimes like, oh dude, yeah, I didn't think of it that way. That's pretty based and it supports some of my ideas but in order for me to accept what you just said i have to accept what like you believe at the same time so like it really helps you like move through it you can stay consistent in your beliefs and your thought processes. doesn't mean you have to abandon everything. It's just every now and then you have to go, oh, shit, I was wrong. And how fucking dare an American in 2022 or 2020, <laughs> 2021, 2022, how dare any of us say that we're wrong? Like, I think that's probably the biggest thing that I noticed through COVID is the arrogance and the audacity. Uh, uh, Out of freedom, I mean, yeah it's it's the arrogance of of not only americans like it used to just be americans that were this arrogant but it's everybody now it's like the arrogance of your government to say they know what's best for everybody it's the arrogance of your schools to tell you what they should be doing or should not be doing like like any of these the experts are Gone, dude. Th- nobody can trust experts right now. Name an expert that you trust. Yeah, that you no one can, will. Like, no one pull will, up, and nobody will
0: criticize. Well, no one wants to tr- trust a government expert, right? Um, or just an expert. Name an expert that. Well, no. Will not I mean, get criticized when you bring him up. No, no. I, I mean, well, I mean, they're, they're going to get criticized, but not like, like, like heavily. Doctor McCullough, Robert Malone. They heavily uh, get criticized. Uh, of course, see uh, Mahatra. Uh, like all of these guys, I think are, uh, yeah, Jay Bhattacharya, and Martin Coldorf, Co- right. uh, yeah. and the other Great Barrington Declaration. Can't remember her name. Of, there's a bunch. That um, believe the but, opposite that get heavily criticized. Oh yeah, and they totally right, totally. And, the, and but the thing is, is I think that uh, critically thinking about things, it, that's like that's the toughest thing, that is the most difficult thing, and I. Government we, govern,
1: want, we want our truth. And like this is this is the narrative that's come from the last 20 years, is my truth. Yeah. I want well, my truth well, to be right. That's well, what most Americans think. And so when I follow a Robert Malone or I follow a Dr. Fauci, if they have my truth in yeah, mind, yeah. I'm more likely to just listen to them and say the other guy's lying his ass off
0: well see i think uh, the problem is here is tribalism well yeah of course of course but i mean i think the also the, the the trouble is here is like you said where people are just unwilling to say you're sorry and you're wrong and um and i think that's where humility comes in and i agree like i've been stressing that wholeheartedly like i've apologized to my kids for you know biting their heads off and i think um and that's just on the the micro level as far as like humility goes but i think it's extremely important because if you can apologize to your child for being a dick then that's pretty huge yeah, that's, that's a, you a know, go. not a huge dick, but you that's a huge thing. That yeah. You had you, to be a huge dick to be a yes, dick. Yes. And, <laughs> and then, and then, and I've done it a couple of times because I'm like, hey, what, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, well, I asked, oh, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, but, uh, you know, and, and honestly, that was, that was going to be my thing, uh, you know, that for me, uh, like, I, I'm, I'm really attempting to be more of a critical thinker and it is super hard for me. There's not a lot of people out there that are it, doing it. It is so not. It's not, it's less, not yeah. you you have to listen to quite a few sides and it's easy to listen to the mainstream side it's easy to listen to the government to big pharma to all the like especially during the so we're talking specifically towards a pandemic right so it's super easy to listen to these people tell you that you need to take the shot you need to do this you need to you need to mask you need to you know stay six feet away you can't don't if you're you know if you walk by somebody you might catch it you know that type of thing. Um, it, it, it it's really easy to just go along to get along it is what is much more difficult is to listen to someone who has an opposing view of yours and and really consider uh that you may be wrong and right. i that's huge and i really try to do that and i i'm i feel like uh through the pandemic uh that is something that i've learned like i'm i'm doing better at it uh um i'm not 100 percent, obviously but i'm doing better at it uh i i, I can't espouse <laughs> other people's opinions that i'm I, I have to do better at but um well as far as you know when i agree with what they're saying i have to really i have to dig into it and that that uh that that gets really difficult at times but critical thinking there's a, yeah yeah there's there's a great
1: quote uh um I think it's from nelson mandela um it goes something like uh when when man um is not allowed uh the right uh to live in his beliefs he has no choice but to become an outlaw
0: yeah
1: and i think a lot of us a lot of people felt that way for, or, or were scared to be that outlaw. Like, uh, like so many people were put into such fear. And I I, like whether that fear came from, you know, family, friends, or like, I get your government doing it to you. I think what pissed me off the most was probably when family and friends, which again, like I try not to have that tribalism thing, but like the people that should have been the most understanding through COVID um, we're probably the least understanding at times. I expect people on Twitter and the government to disagree with me. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I'm okay with that. Completely. Yeah. But like when when I would like, like an example, I'd post something on Facebook that was like, "Hey, I don't know about this shit. Like, just have a discussion. Is- you just want a discussion." yeah well not even that i just post a meme of like hey fauci says this and then this happens and then fauci says this and then this happens like hey maybe we should all just take the shot right like (laughs) like, (laughs) but like you post something like that and like the people that are supposed to be closest to you would love you the most uh were were the ones defending this government official not like not even arguing the beliefs with you yeah yeah like that, to me, that was probably one of the saddest things. i I, I guess it was enlightening in a way because I like i will tell you, like specifically, I have a lot of family members that claim to be libertarian. And like these specific people were the ones attacking and defending like this Jesus. government regime, which like sickened me. and I guess that's why it kind of fell more into the Mises caucus and like got got activated and like, you know, like jumped in and tried to help with, with, you know, the efforts in Iowa when I was there, I'm glad I did. But uh, like, it was driven because of people like that. And like, I was like, Oh my God, I, <clears throat> I thought you were, I thought you were a libertarian. I thought you were like, <laughs> leave the, have the government leave people alone. Like, like, but like, I know some of, there were some like, you know, uh, you know, uh, some, I don't want to totally shit on them because like uh, i know there were some health issues within like a certain small group of that family uh, that probably led to some selfish beliefs and that later on down the life maybe they'll come back to realize it but at the time man like some it wasn't just you know that it was i saw it happen everywhere in all kinds of sex of different life and uh man like just people didn't didn't have values well uh, i mean they couldn't couldn't tell you why you had to do they would just say don't kill grandma be like who's grandma
0: well those are those are the people that were watching the news i i literally i looked at my mother why is your grandma out right now what are you you doing what are you what are you why is she coughing on people is someone coughing on her like
1: here's what happened like while all these people are fucking screaming about you know worried about me killing grandma you know what i was doing i was getting my mom out of a fucking nursing home
0: so she didn't have to be the dead grandma oh my god yeah like, that's great yeah i was
1: fighting tooth and nail to get her out and find her somewhere else to live because i did not want her in there through this whole mess like she my um, my mom broke her hip like
0: oh right my god the start of COVID. oh my god yeah
1: and then she got thrown in and like she's she's been through a lot she's in her 70s and i was like and then I started seeing what's happening in, in New York. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I called my <laughs> sister and a couple of my brothers. I go, we're getting her fuck out. Like, I, I don't care what we got to do. We're getting her out of there. She's not staying in that nursing home for another month. I'm not allowing it. Like, we got her out. We found her a place to go and, and got her taken care of. But it, was, it was like, while everybody's worried about coughing on grandmas, I'm like, get your grandma to a safe place. Yeah. Why? 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 Why are you like worried about other well, people? worry about your grandma? Well, you
0: know like, that was that was a, uh, a someone that worked uh, at the company I'm at was. Uh, she's like, oh, I'm gonna go visit my mom. I'm like, oh, that's oh great. And she's like, yeah, I get to watch her through the window. Yeah, I'm like, Newt, I I'm did like, that one time, and I, I was like, lost uh, my fucking shit. I was like, uh, I'm sorry. What? That was crazy,
1: craziest she, fucking thing
0: ever. Yeah. I, she's like, well yeah they don't want to infect other people i'm like well yeah but she can come outside like right she can come outside she's like well yeah but i'm like yeah but what some of them wouldn't let you like yeah where my mom was
1: they wouldn't let her come outside that's crazy it's it's like 75 degrees outside it's beautiful day she's not allowed to come outside
0: so i but i think again critical thinking uh is huge and it's huge in general but i don't think a lot of people do it i really don't no, and this is just don't. our conversation is just proving it uh and i oh man it was just so tough it was, really was tough i and but i mean even my mom i was like mom you just stop watching the news please for the love of God because wow. she looked at me at one at one point and said I don't want to we'll die all propaganda well she said she literally check it she literally looked at me and says I don't want to die I'm like you're not going to die you're fine you're healthy you will be okay <laughs> but you know um, so her, her vaccine status is her business um, and but I, even then I'm just like you're going to be fine like you will be yeah. fine and so, uh, well, huge. I guess fears, fears, one of the biggest driving
1: forces for decisions in our life, right?
0: Yeah, of course, of course. And and so fear, fear, and when, anger; when, those emotions when, when are huge. huge. The people that we're
1: supposed to trust with with information and and news and and all of this exploits that, especially in elderly or even younger people or vulnerable people. It's it's evil and this this is like i like i don't think there's any other way to describe like some of the shit that's been said and I, it goes both ways it goes on both sides like you know every time somebody criticizes tucker carlson i don't i don't run to defend him because he says shit that i like no he's evil he says some evil shit too yeah, he uses yeah. he uses fear to manipulate you into doing what he wants just like joy reed uses racism in fake hatred and and <laughs> yeah. fear to to make people hate everybody else, like these people are evil. They their their purpose in life, or or maybe it's the network. Maybe they're just doing their job. It's evil. And when to your point on the critical thinking, when you don't sit there and have an understanding of things that are evil, like there's there's things that are bad. There's there's things that are crooked. There's things that shouldn't have happened, but then there's fucking evil.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I I think when when you're when you're exploiting people's fear whether knowingly or not, that I don't think that matters. You're you're using one of the biggest pieces of persuasion and decision making in the world to get people to do what you want to do. That's manipulative. That's that's and it's and it's Yeah. Especially when there's no pursued net outcome that we all agree is gonna be benefit to mankind. Like it's not a, you know, damn near unanimous decision. You know, if it was like seventy five percent of the of people around the world went, you know what, we we should all take the shot. That was not the percentage, by the way. But if it was not even close. Yeah. Okay, then maybe using your persuasion to get that other twenty five percent isn't such a bad thing to do. But when you have heavy pushback, and it's and you're doing it for profits and gains and views and money, that's evil.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, at one point, so uh, Tony G, I I, I want to go back to Tony G real quick. He I said go that back on him all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Mm. So. And go uh, on his back all the time, I guess that is what I meant to say. I said the kids are resilient, <laughs> but also the social the social <laughs> come on, I'm, I'm trying to Jesus, how dare you how dare you uh the kids are resilient, but they also strive for that social thing, and I think most yeah. I think also I did not realize how much I enjoyed seeing people's faces uh so as much as I thinking the masking was absolutely obscene and ridiculous and that proved out you know so many times in so many um so many ways uh but uh i just remember uh working and someone talking to me and i look over at them and i'm smiling and not saying anything because i think they're like they like I can't like I don't remember that they can't see my face. <laughs> like you know, it's just so weird. Um, but yeah, I got I got weird weird mass story for you. so yeah.
1: I told you like I, I lost my job and then had to move to Iowa and take yeah. a different job. So from the start of that job until masking stopped being a thing mm-hmm. was a, almost two years. It, it was about, it was about a year and a half. It was right before I left. I didn't see everybody's face. I still don't know what some people look like. Yeah, It's crazy. Because the moment I met them to the time I left, like there was only a small window of time that we were allowed to take our masks off at work to where I could actually see people and like one it was really weird when i people started pulling off their masks i was like oh that's not what i thought you were going like <laughs> could you put that back on yeah, yeah there were a few <laughs> of those moments of you can you can put that like yeah. you need to wear that yeah. Yeah, like that should just be mandatory um but then then there were some people that like i i just didn't ever see without a mask on whether, whether it was, they just chose to continue wearing them or I just didn't have a chance to like have a conversation with them there in the last couple months. But it like, to me, that is so weird to have That's like crazy. a professional relationship to where like I would call text and have conversations with these people all the time. And I would meet with them maybe once or twice a month. And I've never seen their face. I could tell you about, again, I could tell you about their family, their kids, and their professional careers, all the stuff. I can tell you all about them. But if I saw them walking down the street in front of my house right now, I couldn't tell you if that was them or not. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's nuts. But you also got to learn, like, different ways to recognize people, like mannerisms of walking and, like, those those uh, things got a little bit more in tune, which I yeah. thought was kind of fascinating. That was something I kind of, like, really paid attention to is – like i've always paid attention to how people walk and their strides and how they like swing their hands and things like that um your eyebrows you really paid attention like i've always looked into people's eyes when i talk to them but like through covid I paid attention to a lot more than just that. I was like, I was watching your eyebrows. I was watching your ears. I was watching like how many times <laughs> yeah. you lifted your hairline. Like, and I was trying to study reactions cause I couldn't see your face. I didn't know yeah, if you were happy you, or
0: pissed. Yeah, you had,
1: you had to, you had no choice. So I was so. trying to like judge like, so like yeah. when I squint I get this little line on my head and my hair kind of pulls down my hairline like it all squeezes down and then my ears kind of fly fly out i'm like okay so that's me when i'm getting a little pissy like hopefully they all can see that it's a pretty pretty easy tell like
0: yeah. what are you talking about Willis? yeah yeah oh my god yeah i i think that uh i think that's one of the things well one school-wise like i think you know masking was just egregiously awful stupid it was yeah it was all like my wife and i were talking about it tonight because of
1: videos online still today bother me
0: well if them fucking forcing those masks on little kids but but even just think about it right if if that was such a vector of transmission then one sweden would have had a bunch of dead children like an yeah. e- egregious amount of dead children because they didn't mask at all except for on like right. a l- a, like a little bit of public transportation that was it like like Even in their major cities, okay. So, which Biden wants you to do on planes again? By the way, yeah, of course. Well, because he's a dumbass. That's coming again. Yeah, yeah. He's just doing what he's told. elections are coming. They need something to fight for. He's just doing what he's told. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Um, Huh? What? Shut up! Shut up! up. Do a push-up contest? Um, so <laughs> I'll lose, <laughs> dude. That was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Um, I got a
1: Corvette in my garage; <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's safe and secure.
0: Um, but but fuck. But my wife and I were talking about like this is like if 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 if, if schools and kids were such a vector of transmission, they, they it would have been a blood it would have been a bloodbath, right? Yeah. An absolute bloodbath and it wasn't and there's a reason it wasn't because kids are not at risk for the love of god so um yeah i and yeah i guess you know for me it was critical thinking for my kids it was mostly the social behavior i you know obviously i uh i realize how yeah. much how much i i like seeing people's faces and how much i am a social butterfly <laughs> i mean i like talking to people um i wait, wait, I, 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 got I a enjoy question it. for you though yeah like like this is this has been one that's been
1: like kind of a mission of mine It's was like like you still see a few people run around wearing masks and i and i assume that's just like they have to, for whatever reason, maybe, maybe they're immune. Maybe they should have been wearing a mask for 20 years. I don't know. Maybe they got some real issues, but when you, when you run into somebody today that is completely opposite now that the tension's like kind of gone, cause it is, it's, it's really calmed down. Like nobody's fighting over this stuff online. Like they used to not, not in real spaces anyway, but when you meet somebody in person today, how how do you handle it cuz like with me i i do it with a lot of compassion because i go oh oh honey you you don't know like you don't
0: well <laughs> like you okay so it like depends so is like, this that's per- kinda,
1: i approach it with like a big hug of, like, yeah come, come sit down with me i have a lot to tell you
0: well i think it depends what like was that person a raging douchebag when things were happening and calling you like like calling you a grandma killer I, uh, how about how about this so like we
1: Again, I just we just moved like six months ago. Yeah, so yeah. I'm
0: meeting new people
1: again. And yeah. So my wife's, you know, brought over a couple of friends here and there, and like a couple of them are kind of like, oh my god, they didn't do this, and I can't believe the vaccine, man. Like, and they're all like, like doing all these democratic talk points, and I'm like, yeah. oh my god, my they head's expect, about to blow. They and expect it's, government it's not to do things. It's yeah. like, sweetheart, come sit down. Like we need to talk.
0: Yeah. Well, like, no,
1: I, I again, I, get- I honestly, I feel bad for him because like most of them are just completely uninformed
0: so that goes for the left or the right i mean they, like oh yeah, well yeah, well you know like That's oh like government should have right, done like, this or all, government like, should have monger yeah. Like, yeah 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 same thing yeah yeah it's, it's government should have done this government should have done that okay well let me know no, you know there shouldn't be one exactly it, and it's let me tell you why government is not a good person to do any of that so um everything wrong in your life i'm always listen i'm not a mean i (laughs) I, (laughs) it's so true uh but i'm not a mean person i really try to like unless you piss me off like unless you like personally like nice do you
1: meet aggression or do you exceed aggression
0: um man it really depends uh if there's violence involved um i i fight for for to win yeah. you know if if it's just words i don't if really. if it's a verbal altercation yeah, I, I come don't care. back at you about
1: 75% I'll, I'll do like if you come at me i come back at you at about 75% yeah. as hard like but like I just hope that like my facts are like making better points and I seem like I'm taking the higher ground, yeah. and I kind, of keep the, <laughs> yeah. kind of keep it down. Cause yeah. it's more, again, it's a more persuasive way to come about it. Of like, course, if you come out screaming and yelling, cause they're yeah. screaming, and yelling, and if, if you come in and be like, Hey bro, calm down. Here's where we're at. And then you like make that, it seems better. But yeah, when it comes to physical violence, I will, depending on the situation, I will meet or exceed the aggression. depends on who it is if it's somebody smaller or of the opposite sex i will cut that down in 50 (laughs) percent. yeah Yeah. for every two hits i take i will hit you back once there
0: you go tony you got it yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) short guy joke
0: or is that a woman joke i can't tell whatever (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna hate me for that i love you tony
1: that was great i actually like this is a tough conversation because there's like a lot of videos online right now of like girls hitting guys and and the guy finally hitting back and like the company you get you know andrew tate like i i don't ever want anybody to hit a woman i really think it's awful if you can avoid it you should you shouldn't beat up little people anybody smaller than you but like there's a time where you see some of the videos we've seen where like this dude I don't know he's like got his hand up and she just keeps punching him and punching him they're not hard hits and until they are and then all of a sudden she hits him like four times and then he clocks her and I'm like I like I don't like that he hit her but I what what does a person expect at a certain point? I like
0: I have a tr- I I'm have trouble. trouble. Gonna tell the dude I you have trouble hitting her. Okay, but still, I
1: was in his shoes. No, I probably see, hit her
0: see, I I I don't feel bad it's, for that woman. I don't feel bad for that woman. She got. I don't she, feel bad
1: for her. I feel bad for him because he was put in a horrible situation yeah. where there's no good outcome.
0: But but see, like again, like this is where the law comes into being ridiculous, right? Like this is where this is where government comes in and they, they don't belong. Because he was quote unquote defending himself. He hit her once, right? Like be I mean, like it, After being dozens hit. After being hit several dozens. times, right? So Like, again, I don't condone it. I don't think men should beat women consistently, but I think they should be able to defend themselves if a woman is hitting him. So now I get, it's trying to explain that to a 14
1: year old though, of like, where's that line. And so I I try to make it. Well, the line is non-aggression. That's
0: the the line, non-aggression. You, you, that's what you teach and that's what you, yeah.
1: Would, the, the example I gave you is like, if it's a female or somebody smaller than me, I will come back with 50% the aggression you give to me yeah. if it's physical. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to punch you my hardest, but you hit me twice. I'm going to hit you once. No, I'm not going to hit you in the face maybe, or or maybe I'll restrain you. Maybe that's 50% of, of the violence you brought on me. Like, I, I think they're like, when it comes to a man, Like if it's a fair fight and and like it's two guys about the same size or or what like if if you can match that aggression I think you should I don't think you should overdo it but I think you need to at least match aggression now if that person's trying to kill you
0: well that's a different story from from a (laughs) drunk guy
1: being stupid and swinging at you like I'm not gonna beat that dude up but if there's a dude that wants to kill you okay I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna exceed that aggression to the next level of course there's no real good answer to this. But the non-aggression principle goes until you're aggressed on
0: yeah so uh, law enforcement uh, and everybody
1: should have a response to being aggressed on
0: of course of course and so so law enforcement I kind of I don't I don't live by it necessarily but ask tell make right like you you ask someone to do something you tell them to do it then you make them do it right like uh, so if and and that's a kind of like I don't want to say this the way I raise my kids but You know that's kind of like the it's kind of a baseline as far as you know. I expect my kids to do what I ask them to do, and then you know I ask them, I tell them, and then well then they do it. You know Um, now when you're. When you're when you're interacting with other people that's not going to work right like ask right. tell make is not going to work especially drunk of course, weird, of course of course well high, i mean the, the, but then situations but the, high stress th- situations i yeah. feel like this could go into like completely the left field because you could be like okay why are you putting yourself in these positions uh you're going to the bar sure, like what sure. you know what's what's happening why is this happening I mean, what ifs Yeah, uh, uh, completely completely but yeah um if if uh, yeah but however you know depending on the situation you i I, i'm either going to meet aggression or or go above it so it's uh it's but that's a tough one it really is a tough one so
1: yeah i think that's it's it's such a crucial thing to teach a kid though like
0: when it's okay to turn that dial oh yeah it's so hard it's so hard i like i mean and it's one of those i I
1: don't want him to just go nuts and start hitting people because he thinks there's like dude kids don't always make good decisions sometimes they think people are doing shit that they're not doing someone's
0: but that but i think that i think it really paranoid sometimes it comes under the umbrella if someone's trying to hurt you if you but it's one of those things that that even libertarians do like oh the cop said he was afraid for his life but it if a child, if a sixteen-year-old says like, "Hey, I was scared, like I thought this person was going to seriously harm me," that that to me, that's a valid reason. Like, then you should defend yourself and and do it. And do again, it. You can't
1: prove a negative at that point. You, like,
0: no, absolutely not. He wasn't afraid. No, no absolutely not. But. Uh, for me at least my first i can tell when he's a liar so yeah. <laughs> if, he's, if he's not if he's not telling the truth i'm like yeah you just beat that son of a bitch up but i don't think that's going to happen so um so all right chicken listen we've we've done our full uh a we full half a hour of topics, man. We, we did a full we, we... <laughs> yeah we did a full half hour in an hour <laughs> it's the way it goes so I, I told you i told you like, i don't never, i don't it, care i love it i love talking with you and i love definite, that's yeah funny. hell yeah hell yeah and uh people i hope you love it but chicken where, where can everybody find you once again
1: uh so uh normal shows are on youtube and facebook big buck and empire um you can find me on twitter at bark and cluck um, but our newest endeavor, as Brendan mentioned at, at the beginning of the show, we are launching uh, a libertarian podcast where, you know, we talk politics, ways, ways of life, how to handle things and give some good advice, talk shit on uh, uh, both Republicans and Democrats, which is my favorite thing to do. Hell is. yeah is totally shit on everybody it's it's yeah. so much more fun <laughs> that way um we yeah yeah the, the the base party that is the libertarian mese's caucus uh, but yeah audacity of freedom check us out anywhere where you get podcasts and uh, if you wish to support us uh on this new endeavor uh, of course locals uh is is the place to go audacityoffreedom.locals.com
0: thank you sir and yes uh please check it out and uh United- you know how to get a hold of me brendan at dads ww.com you can't stand me you hate this episode you hate the fact that we're we starting a new aggression. podcast yeah <laughs> get out your aggression hate mail at dot and uh yeah we're on all the socials you know twitter and uh, instagram facebook uh, obviously i'm a lot a lot on instagram because I talked about it. <laughs> I don't up. get Instagram. There's two ways
1: to get a hold of me: my phone number and my address. <laughs> and I guess three messenger. I use yeah, messenger a lot. I I don't need all of this other stuff. I
0: like, gotta it's, say, it's like I don't know. Headache, I don't man. know what it is, but we blew up with followers. Am becoming a boomer? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm a little, bit, little bit. A little bit. Maybe boomer. you should dye some of that gray in the hair there. Yeah. um
1: the sides i i'm like yeah a side that, no, the other side the nice. other side
0: yeah that yeah you can really kind of reflects off the camera there
1: <laughs>
0: and it's starting to show up down here too. yeah, yeah. i can't so, i can't talk i got the silver fox going on the yeah. sideburn so all right folks uh thanks for listening i truly appreciate you until next time later
1: dads worldwide, worldwide. loyal worldwide. listeners possibly worldwide. you, you.